awaken with me. No. No, listen, Leonard, listen. I'm not going to drive you to the shop just so you can buy some stickers. You're going to need them now, Giles. No, you don't need the stickers right now. No, I need them now, Giles. <sighs> Ask Dorothy. She'll probably take you. She's gone out. Has she? Where's where she gone? She's taken a couple of big mags to somebody. Well, who, who's she taking them to? I think she said Peter Rogers. She's taken a couple of beanbags to Peter Rogers? Yeah. Unbelievable. Who's Peter Rogers? I'll tell you who Peter Rogers is. It, well, he claims to be a healer, but uh, honestly, he couldn't heal a scratch. You know, he went swimming with Dorothy yesterday. Maybe he's a good swimmer, Giles. I, I doubt he's a good swimmer. It's probably a doggy paddle at best. I'm going to walk to the shop then. You're going to walk? Well, just be careful then, please. And don't crush anything in the shop. And Leonard, put some trousers on, please. <sighs> Hello. In this instalment, we're going to be discussing spirit guides. Now, you may have heard of spirit guides before, but there's an awful lot of nonsense talked about them. You almost need a guide to guide you through the subject of spirit guides. <laughs> Sorry, that, that made me chuckle. But what is a spirit guide? What do they eat? And how do you find yours? Well, if you just be patient for a moment, I'm going to explain. The truth is, nobody is 100% sure what spirit guides are. Some people believe they are angels that exist on a higher dimensional plane. Uh, heaven, I guess. Others believe they are aspects of the universal consciousness, aiding you throughout life whenever you need help. Uh, a bit like when you ask a stranger for directions. And uh, I actually know somebody, uh, Seth Gumbert. He is convinced that spirit guides are actually ghosts. And of course, if you ask a scientist about their thoughts on spirit guides, uh, they will just dismiss the whole thing with a wave of their clipboard, uh, as if they're the all-knowing ones with all the answers. Although it would depend which scientist you asked. You could put two scientists in a room together and they would soon be disagreeing about everything. Uh, get ten scientists in a room and uh, you're likely to have a brawl on your hands. Honestly, the science community is nothing more than a load of academic ants' nests. So, to spirit guides. For most of your life, you've probably been unaware of spirit guides. But that doesn't mean to say they don't exist. You've probably gone most of your life without seeing a horseshoe crab or one of those bright pink Amazonian toads. But that doesn't mean to say they don't exist. They do, and so do spirit guides. My personal belief, and the one that's most likely to be true, is that spirit guides are pretty much like actual teachers, except they're working remotely from an invisible college that's vibrating at a much faster frequency than our own reality. But uh, let's not complicate things. The main thing is, spirit guides are real, and that's the end of it. As your spiritual awakening unfolds, so will your ability to recognise and communicate with spirit guides. Most people only have one spirit guide, but the more you develop your spiritual growth, the more spirit guides you'll have access to. I was trying to think of a comparison to a supermarket rewards card, but I, I couldn't quite work it out. During my own awakening, 
I became so advanced that there was a point where I had 76 spirit guides all giving me advice, and to be honest, it got to the point where I had to let some of them go. Now I've whittled it down to about 8 spirit guides, and I don't want to boast, but they are the best ones. For instance, there's Lamgun. He's a very knowledgeable spirit guide who takes the form of a wise king with a lamb's face. There's Brightman, who actually looks a bit like a policeman. And then there's Miranda, who's, who's just a bit of fun. Spirit guides will communicate with you only when you want them to, and you can ask them for all sorts of advice. From serious issues like what to do if your wife is having an affair, to asking for recipe ideas if the only things you have in the fridge are a packet of tofu, some cheese paste, and a couple of cucumbers. Once in a while, your spirit guide, or guides if you're as illuminated as I am, will give you gentle reminders that they're there. These come in the form of coincidences, or those strange moments like when you lose your keys, only to find your keys in your shoes, even though there's no way your keys could have got in your shoes. No way! In those moments, I'll often smile and say out loud, I know you're there, spirit guide. I know you're there. So now that you understand what spirit guides are, and if you feel up to it, let's go and meet yours. Now then, your spirit guide can take any form, and it will be unique to you. It is essentially your soul that manifests the guide, and whoever or whatever appears will be exactly the right guide to suit you at this time. And it's always an exciting moment when your first guide is revealed, so don't be surprised if you cry with joy. Uh, a lot of people even jump up and down with joy. So if you live somewhere with low ceilings, do be careful that you don't knock yourself out. So sit back, close your eyes, you should be used to this by now, and take a deep breath. And I want you to imagine a clock, any kind of clock you like. Maybe a big grandfather clock, or a small little bedside clock. Any kind of clock you like, just think of a clock. And once you've got that image of a clock in your mind, I want you to imagine the ticking hands of the clock to start slowing down. Slower and slower, tick by tock, the hands slow down, and the clock will stop. That's quite a nice rhyme. And the more the clock slows down, the more heavier and sleepier you feel. Tick. Tock. Slow. The clock. Stop. And you're completely relaxed. Just, uh, just get rid of the clock now. Just sort of chuck it away. And you find yourself standing on a surface of white fluffy clouds. And in front of you you see an enormous pair of silver doors. Not two uh, separate doors, what's the word? Double doors, that's it. Silver, silver double doors. And I want you to say to yourself the following mantra. I am ready now to meet my spirit guide, in no matter what shape they may take, for I am ready now. And with that, the silver doors begin to open with a heavy rumble and light shines out, a cool mist flowing from within, and we wait now for the spirit guide to appear. It's quite exciting, isn't it? It's, uh, it's like the start of a concert or something. 
and we wait. Who or what will it be? And we see a figure now, a silhouette, emerging from out of the doors, walking toward us through the mist. So say after me, I am ready, spirit guide. Please reveal yourself. And it looks like a man. He's about five foot three, and he's wearing a navy suit with a pink tie. Hello there, how are you doing? Oh, uh, um... I'm Tony, Tony Beachcliffe. Nice to meet you, Tony. Um, I'm Dr. Charles Bowden. Uh, This is my friend here. Yeah, superb, superb. Lovely to meet you, hi. Um... I think there's been some confusion. I was expecting a spirit guide to come out of those double yeah, doors. No, yeah, th- yeah, that's me. You're the spirit guide? <laughs> that's right. You? Yeah, no, I, I, know, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> it's, it's the suit, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I don't mind. I, I really don't mind. No, look, I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'm just one of those people that likes the uniform. I like the consistency because it puts you in the right mindset. And I can get up in the morning and just focus on the most important tasks rather than thinking, oh, God, Tony, what what are you going to wear today, you know? (laughs) Yes, um, the the thing is, Tony, I'm just not sure you're the sort of spirit guide we we had in mind. I get it. I, I totally get it. But a bit about my background, I actually started off in the B2B sector, you might be surprised to hear, and my mentor, Aaron Winters... Now, I don't know if you know Aaron, very smart guy... He saw this incredible opportunity in the spirit guide market, Um, quite early on actually, and he convinced me to leave LVT Insurance, take the leap and get on board. And I've got to say, it's been the most incredible journey. I've worked with some great people, I'm bursting with ideas, I can think outside the box better than anyone, (laughs) and and I think you'd be really pleased with what I can offer you. Yes, uh, I I understand what you're saying. But the thing... and to be honest, the spirit guy world has been getting a little bit stale of late. It, it really has. And my central philosophy, and again, this has always been Aaron's belief, is you've got to move things forward. Yes, yes. You've got to get that traction and make an impact and achieve your goals. Yeah. Um, c- can you give us one second, please, Tony? Absolutely. Whatever you need. Uh, look, I'm sorry. This has never happened before. I mean, I thought we'd at least get an old Native American Indian or something. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can do better than this. Uh, Tony? Yes, Charles? If we were to go with you as our spirit guide, uh-huh. have you got anything you could show us as to what sort of advice you'd be giving? Yes. Like like a portfolio or something? Absolutely. Let me get you a welcome pack. It's got everything you need to know in there, all the documentation. I will just be two ticks. OK, thank you. <laughs> Don't run off now. God, no. Wouldn't dream of it. OK, he's going back into the uh, double silver doors now. And he's gone. Honestly, all you have to say to those people is the word portfolio and they'll do anything. Right, let's get out of here. So, before Tony comes back, imagine that clock again. Get that back in your mind, please. And the hands start to tick again, building up speed, faster and faster. The hands getting back to normal speed. And as the clock speeds up, as the tocks tick faster, So you begin to lift out of your trance, back into your body, and in three, two, Tony didn't see us, that's good, one, open your eyes. So look, let's think of Tony as a trial run, okay? Like like a sample spirit guide. What I want you to do is, in your own time, get nice and relaxed, think of those double doors opening, 
and at some point a better spirit guide will reveal itself to you. It'll be more personal that way anyway. And if I'm perfectly honest, the world of spirit guides, it's a bit like dating in a way. You might hang out with a spirit guide for a couple of weeks or something, have a bit of fun, uh, but then you might realise, you know what, we've got nothing in common, and uh, you just swap them for another one. It's fine, it's absolutely fine. But you're reaching the point in your awakening where all of this will become second nature to you. You won't even need the likes of me, which I know sounds crazy, but you've got to stand on your own two feet at some point. So join me for the final instalment and your final step of your spiritual awakening. Uh, See you then, I guess. Goodbye. Right. I wonder if Peter Rogers got his hands on Dorothy's beanbags.